You're listening to another great podcast in the Stoplight Network. And welcome to episode 38 of Three Geeky Ladies. I'm Elisa Paselli, and with me today are Vicki Stokes and recently back from France, Suze Gilbert. Bonjour tout le monde. How was your trip? Excellent. We, I, I, um, we had a great time. We, uh, I just said to you, but we put 1,100 miles on the rental car, our wow. little teeny Peugeot. Uh, we did northern Provence this time, and I highly recommend if anybody wants to travel to southern France, you must go to northern Provence, which is the Vaucluse region. And that's up near Mont Ventoux, where the Tour de France uh, riders go every year. But it's absolutely gorgeous. Lots of wineries and vineyards. And you could spend all day doing wine tastings if you wanted to. But it's got fresh mountain air. Oh, and I got to go with the wine tastings. Oh, it's gorgeous. <laughs> it's it's even better than Napa Valley. If there's a if oh, it's if that if, it, it if, if it's even possible, but um, what was really funny this time is that French people were asking my husband and I for directions, and we knew how to get there. So I said, "Oh my goodness!" Yeah, I said. So we graduated. We're really French now. Woohoo! So did they ask you in English or French? In French. Oh yeah, we don't speak English. My husband and I won't. We really try not to speak English when we go because um, we try to go to places and. Like, um, we usually, um, we've rented for the past couple of years this fabulous apartment um, in Arles. And if anybody's ever interested in renting it, pop me an email through Three Geeky Ladies and I can give you information. But um, it's right on the square, the, the town square. And we've become friends with them. And they don't speak a lot of English. So it's really great because, you know, it forces us to hit the ground running when we get there, you know, and speak French. So... But it was great. I, I absolutely love France, as you know, everyone knows. Yeah. So, but it's it's hard to come back and go back to reality. You know, it's really a bummer. Wow. Did you did you drink a glass of wine and think of us? I had many glasses of wine um, <laughs> and pastis. You know, in Provence they drink pastis, um, and it was created when absinthe, of course, you know, got banned. And it's basically an anise flavor liqueur, and in the mm. afternoon, um, they, you can ask for it, and they bring you a little glass, and you, you basically put water in it, and it luches, and it's just, it's a very refreshing aperitif just before, you know, um, dinner. It's really nice. I like that lifestyle very much. <laughs> I don't like licorice flavored anything. Oh, I so. do. See, I, I like it a lot. Mm. And I also mm. found another culinary tip is that, Okay. They had, at the market, they had these beautiful, beautiful red long beans, and they're called, they call them coco rouge over there, and basically you shell them, and they're huge, they look, they're the shape of a huge lima bean, but they're like a white and pink, they're absolutely beautiful. So when you boil them, um, Patricia, the, the, my French friend, she gave me some star anise, and she said, you, don't you use star anise to, to cook beans? And I said, I've never heard of it before. And basically, this is a culinary tip, if you put star anise, a few of star anise in your boiling water, whenever you cook any type of beans or lentils or any type of dried legumes, it won't make you gassy. 
It oh. it well it does not impart the flavor of anise into your beans, but it I don't know what it does, but it's a miracle, and that's a miracle I'm going to start using all the time. So just it's like a it's like a beano. So I thought wow. that's very cool. I never knew that. I I, I don't get gassy from beans. Uh, so hot, spicy things make me yeah. Well, these and I love beans. I, I love beans too. I've tried to incorporate more fiber. What kind of in my flavor diet. does it impart to it? Though? Nothing. Does it, is it? It doesn't. I mean, oh, good, it good, doesn't. Good. It doesn't absorb any of the anise flavor. So for those of those people like Vicky that don't like licorice flavored, you won't notice it. Yeah. So I don't want to mess up my beans. I love beans. <laughs> <laughs> so say, well, where you were over in France, were you able to download iOS seven? I was not able to do it on my iPhone 4S because I only had 1.3 gig of space left. And you need, for those of you that are trying and it's not successful, even if you go and try to do it through iTunes on your computer, it's because you don't have enough space. You have to have 3.1 gig of space on your device. And, but on my iPad, no problem. I did it through Wi-Fi and um, it was great. I'm I'm still getting used to the the parallax, you know, uh, in the in the the, sh- the the thing that kind of bothers me um, is is when you have a folder of apps, it can really it almost is invisible, it, it, you know, it, it's hard to know what you have in there and into a folder. Yeah, the, yeah, the writing is like white. Yeah, you got a I'm, white background. I'm not fond of that. I mean, I mean the text that is the yeah. text to name in the folder. Yeah. Yeah. So I'm finding I'm having to work a little harder to find apps with this. Yes. But you know what the thing about it is? Is I can see the screen better. You know, because I'm getting old eyes. I can't, I, I squint when I'm trying to look at stuff. But I can truly see the screen. I don't know what they did. Um, maybe it's the contrast or the white or whatever. But I have like a pink rose on my phone. And the white writing. And it has this pink folder. To, and... Um, the folder background is pink, but that sort of makes the writing pop out so I can see a little bit better. But on my iPad, I have a totally different background. It's a picture of my dog and it's a very white kind of a uh, background and I can barely see. The the, and they took the shadow. The you know how they had like a drop shadow in the folders? And I think maybe mm-hmm. that drop shadow, when I'm looking at my iPhone right now, Vicki and Elisa, and I'm looking at my iPad... Definitely the font is different. You know, it's it's definitely the the font is different in iOS 7. But also there's mm-hmm. no drop shadow because that drop shadow was just enough to pop out the text. Yeah, but one, one good thing is that it allows you to put more things in the folder. Yeah. You got to remember, you can scroll over to see the rest of the, the things in there. And I, I thought I had lost some apps. So I tried to download them again. <laughs> they said they already loaded. And there was, they were in the folder. You just got to scroll over to see it inside the folder. Yeah. You do. And, and if you're looking for an app, what's nice now is they have the search function. If you just slightly pull down the top of the screen, you have your search. So that's really great. I yeah. do like that. I've been using that a lot. And some people have complained that they don't like some of the buttons because there's no outlines. Mm-hmm. And I haven't really found that to be a problem. No, I haven't found that to be a problem. I, I'm going to tell you right now that I love, I love, love, love. This is the major reason that I upgraded right away to iOS 7, at least on my iPad, was because when you swipe up, you have 
your whole command center right there. You know, your brightness, your do not disturb, your airplane mode, your camera, uh, your, your sound. I love that. Oh my gosh. I think that is like the best part of iOS 7 for me anyway. Yeah, the auto lock button is there too. Yeah, uh, Bluetooth. Uh, oh, it's it's wonderful. And the calculator, which I like. I use it a lot. The calculator? Mm-hmm. Where's the calculator? Let's see. Because it is on the bottom. For me, I don't have I don't have AirDrop. So for me, I've got at the bottom. I've got the flashlight, the clock, the calculator, and then the camera. That's on the phone. On my iPad, I don't see that. Oh, it's on the phone. Okay. I didn't put iOS 7 on my iPad. Oh, okay. Because I'm looking on my iPad, and I'm thinking, where the heck is the calculator? Oh, yeah. So I didn't yeah. put it on my yeah. iPad because when I tried, the first time I tried, it failed. It gave me an error message. And then I decided to wait because whenever I get my new MacBook Pro, whenever the heck they're going to finally announce this, I plan on wiping out my phone and my iPad back to factory settings and then resyncing uh, re it to the new computer. And at that point, I'll have iOS 7 on both devices. But I'm not, I'm not thrilled with iOS 7 to the point where I must have it on both. It's not bad, but I don't love it. I, I like the new features. I, I, I like the fact that when you when you do the double double click on the home page and you pull up your background running apps that you can scroll through and see the window and see exactly what uh, yeah. the app was last you know uh, it's almost like then you're running things in parallel and you can switch back and forth and see exactly what you want to do instead of having that long list of uh, icons and not really knowing. Exactly, if you want to go back to that because you don't remember what it was last doing, um, it's sort of the same way with Nexus. The next, the tablets, uh, the Android tablets are like that too. Um, so it, it's becoming more like um, the other tablets and uh, iPhones that are out. There. I mean, mobile phones that are out there. Um, and uh, but it took me a while to get used to that. I test these apps um, for my job, and I was trying to figure out. What's going on? I can't delete a back uh, a app that's running in the background, <laughs> so I have to actually read the instructions and figure out what the new features were um, to figure it out. You know, I don't like reading instructions. But <laughs> you know, what are the that thing, one was worth one of the things out. you can do now that you couldn't before? Not that it's that big of a deal, but say you were in your mail app and then you double click the home screen, uh, double click the the home button to see what apps were running. Mail would not show up. Now it does, mm -hmm. and you can close it even yeah. though you're still in that app. Exactly. Exactly. Yeah. Yeah. Not like I said, not a huge big deal, but it's nice instead of having to. And one thing I found, and I think they fixed it with an update, is one of the things you can do is take three fingers and swipe up to get close three at the same time. Yes. Every yes. time I tried to do that, one would not close. It would show that it was disappearing. It would not close no matter what you did. And usually it was Safari. I'd have to go back in and do it with one finger. Now, maybe because it's my 4S. And the other thing, eats battery like you would not believe. Yeah, it does. It now, does. I've, you know, I've read about that, about um, improving the battery life. I have not noticed it. I have not noticed it at all. But um, they were, you know, I don't have my apps. I'm really particular about updates because sometimes I will wait to update 
like an app I use a lot, like a photo app, because sometimes it's really buggy. And so I shut that off because I found out that, you know, when you go into settings, that if you go, I think it's to iCloud, um, your, I think it's the iCloud settings, I shut off apps because I don't want them just updating and have me not knowing what the update is. That drives me crazy. And so I have that off, and I read somewhere that the um, the background app refresh too you can that would help if you shut that off mm-hmm. um, as well. I do. So. I have that turned off. I have the parallax turned off. I have background uh, downloading apps turned off because hmm. the same. Yeah, it's under it's under the iTunes and App Store under the setting. I have automatic downloads for music, apps, and books, yeah, meaning when I buy them. But the updates I do have turned off. Yeah, that's where it is. It's becoming one like the Nexus tablets. I have one for work, and every day I come in and the battery is down. No, I don't use it. Only use it for testing every now and then, and the battery just drains. Like there's no tomorrow. Now my my iPad and iPhone are doing the same thing. It's crazy. Um, I don't have a lot of notifications either, Elisa, and I just can't figure it out. You know, I have to charge my at my my iOS devices all night long. Mm-hmm. And my phone, I, I it's constantly in the cradle in my car. So I never had to charge it at home. Now I do. Yeah, and I've even let it run down. Totally discharge. And mm-hmm. it hasn't... That's happened to me too over the weekend. So you have, back app re- you have background app refresh turned off. Correct. And you have Wi-Fi. I mean, you have Bluetooth and AirDrop too turned I don't, off? I don't have AirDrop. Oh, okay. I have no AirDrop devices. I, I just in- enabled AirDrop. I didn't have it before. But I, I do have it now. Just today I did it. So that doesn't explain what's going on with mine. Yeah. And if I did have AirDrop, I would probably turn it on just to use it and then turn it back off again. Kind of like Bluetooth. Mm-hmm. I only turn yeah. Bluetooth on when I'm using a Bluetooth um, speaker. And then I turn it back off again. Yeah, most people that I know don't even know what AirDrop is. So. <laughs> yeah, see, I'm still running the old MacBook with, yeah. with Snow Leopard, so... It won't be till I get something new. Have you played with iTunes Radio yet? Oh, yes. Yeah. What do you think? Yeah. I like it. Um, only thing about it is that uh, they tend to play the same songs again. Oh, you know, I my hear different God. That, oh, good. I'm, I'm glad it's not me. It is hard. I was listening yesterday. They played song one, song two, song one, song two. And then they finally played song three. Yeah. I'm like, yeah. what the heck? So then I went to yeah. another station. They did the same thing. Mm-hmm. I'm done. Yeah. And, yeah. and something that, that, that I also don't like with Pandora, if you're listening to a song and you don't like it and you give it the thumbs down, the song stops and it goes to the next song. Not on this one. No, if it, it play, If you play a song and you say, I don't like this song, it keeps on playing. Yeah. It's true. I I, that, I don't like that feature. I it's I'm not ready to give up Pandora yet. No, not when, at all. When they correct some things and they they make it more Pandora like, I should say that when you thumbs down, you don't like a song, and they give you more variety. I agree, because when we were in France, Daft Punk. Oh my God, it was huge. They had a flash mob one night in the, t- the square, and it was cute. It was for Breast Cancer Awareness Month, you know, in October, and. Uh, they were doing get lucky you know all these girls it was it was actually cute but so i said well we should probably you know um get on to itunes radio and just see what the daft punk station is like and oh my gosh they played that song get lucky and then everything else was another group i had never heard of before and it was just terrible Mm -hmm. 
And you, you're right, Elisa. You go to thumbs down and you can't. You have to listen to the whole darn song. It's ridiculous. Mm-hmm. So mm-hmm. I thought it was. I thought it was just because I was using it in the car and it's running on 3G that it was doing that. It sometimes would not. Could not. <laughs> Sorry, you guys. That's our honorary geeky lady. <laughs> Yes, they don't like it either. <laughs> um, I thought it was because they, um, uh, I was on, you know, 3G. And um, what happens sometimes is that it would hang and not play. And then I would just, you know, turn on the radio or something else and then come back and then it'll stop playing the song. Um, but, and then it wouldn't update the art information in the car either um it, it's just it's not really integrated for my car yet so no and i think they have some work to do on itunes radio i mean they're not it's not it, it for those people because we did a whole radio station episode a few episodes ago and you know if you have tune in radio or um what's the one that you like uh elisa just escape me i just had a, a oh rhapsody a rhapsody um, mm-hmm. or Pandora, mm-hmm. don't give them up yet because this yeah. iTunes radio is definitely not quite there yet. It's not ready for prime. No. Time. No. I mean, it's, it's easy enough to, in case you're not aware, if you if a song is playing and you don't like it, if you hit the star button, it comes up, play more songs like this, never play this songs or add to your wish list. So it won't play that song anymore. However, what do you do if you don't like a particular artist? What you do is you can't do this with the stations that iTunes comes up with. But if it's a station that you created, you would go to my stations and hit the edit button. Then you would go to, like, I've got a 70s radio station. So if I click on the 70s, I can change the name of the station if I'd like. But I can also, there's a plus sign where I can add an artist song or genre so they would play more songs like this on the station or never play this. So if there's a particular artist that you don't like, you can add that artist and supposedly... They'll never play that artist on that station, but I haven't listened long enough to make sure that it actually works. But what I would like them to, to, to see is to make it something universal. So if you say, I don't like a particular artist, I have an option of not hearing that artist on this particular station, or I don't want to hear this artist on any station I ever create. Right. And they don't have that option. So I have to go into every station and say, I didn't like him on the first, you know, the first station. I still don't like him on this station either. So I have to go in and add that. So I would like to see some sort of option. I would too. Because, you know, after the Breaking Bad finale, mm-hmm. I, I created a bad finger station. Uh-huh. Because did I, for, I know this is off topic, but for six nights straight, guys, six nights straight, I went to bed and that baby blue was going through my head. I think I've watched the finale three times. I I I'm rewatching Breaking Bad this fall all over again. I just, oh, so I am, am I. I'm on I'm on I'm, I'm on season four right now. Uh, I you know I think that was the most phenomenal episode because m- my son you know uh, Google drived it for us and so we we were got up the next day and my husband went and got a baguette and or some croissants and we we watched it and you know it, I couldn't even catch my breath. And at the very, very end, and for those of you that haven't um, seen the finale, close your ears. Or, but um, you just notice Walter giving Jesse an imperceptible nod, and I just thought I thought it was so well done and so brilliant. And I thought that song—I couldn't imagine a more perfect song. I don't know how Vince even thought of that song, but he must have had that. I would think stuck up to a board saying, you know, at the finale, I need to make sure that bad finger song is playing. Cause that was just the, like the most perfect mm-hmm. song. That's what I thought too. When I heard it. I'm like, yep. 
<laughs> wow. It was just, it was a really unbelievable finale. So, and I don't watch TV, but I'm watching Breaking Bad again. So. Mm-hmm. I wonder how many Heisenbergs there are going to be for this Halloween or hazmat suits. That's what I was thinking. Oh, yeah. <laughs> but getting back to iOS 7 for a second, I don't know. Um, one thing that they included that they never have included in iOS that has always irritated the living pants off of me is not being able to block calls. To me, I hate getting spam calls. And, you know, my I just hate when people exploit my cell phone number, you know, and it's just been so hard because otherwise you have to go through your service provider and, you know, call block. It's never been easy, but now you can block calls. So that is really, really fabulous. So if you have a, if you have a, um, a call, what you can do if, if you have, you know, a call comes in, then you can add the number to your contacts. You scroll to the bottom of the screen and it'll say block this caller. So that way you can block any messages coming from that number or incoming calls and FaceTime calls. So that's really nice that they have that option now. I'm very happy. Thank you, Apple. I also like reminders. I've always been a fan of reminders. I have too. I prefer yeah, Siri. I, I, I just have Siri do it. I did too. Yeah, I was just going to say that. I love to use Siri for that. And you can also, it's the new things you can ask Siri also, you know. So like read my emails. Really yeah. Yeah, I'm still, still not using Siri as much as I, I, I don't think about it. But I decided I had downloaded a whole bunch of different to-do lists, like AnyDo and um, Clear and Taskable. And I just found that everything that they do, I can do in Reminders. Because now I can make these different lists. So it's great. And there's certain lists that I want to make that don't have a reminder attached to them. Like I've got a reminder for home repair things that we have to do in the spring. So every time I think of something we have to do come spring, I just put it on that list. And I have a place I can go to next spring when I know it's time to, you know, pave the driveway and buy mulch and all those fun things that we have to do in the spring. And the thing I didn't like about Clear, I didn't I didn't like how it's so easy to swipe and that you could lose something. You, and I, oh, and I didn't, didn't like you get, you the noise. You can get it back, though. You can if, if you notice it in time. Because I use clear, I use clear all the time. What are you talking about? Um, clear the reminder yeah. app. I tried a bunch of reminder. Oh, yeah, I tried a bunch of different reminder apps, and I I just didn't like them. So I, I finally went through something this week where I said I have got a ridiculous amount of apps, and I don't even use them. So I started. I went through the phone, and then I went through the iPad, and I just started using them, and said, nope, delete, 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 delete. I still have them on my computer. I just don't have them on my devices. I I don't like typing. I mean, once I figured out Siri could set up these reminders, I use it for everything. I, I agree um, with you, Vicky. I agree. Yeah. Because I know my husband yeah. the other day, he said, Suze, will you remind me to bring the car in tomorrow? And I looked at him. I said, you have an iPhone 5 and you have Siri. Excuse me? Just ask her to remind you. He yeah. said, I trust you. I said, you should trust Siri more. Trust me. So <laughs> he did. And it's great. Eight o'clock, you get his reminder. And I'm thinking with all your meetings that you go to, why don't you use Siri clock, more? I, I mean, I tell her, said, wake me up at 6.30 a.m. Oh, Siri's fabulous. And, and now, yeah. she'll, now she'll read your emails, which is very cool. Yeah. And then I, I go, play, I, play iTunes radio. Play a song by this group. You know, when I'm in my car is wonderful. The other thing I noticed in the App Store um, is when I upgraded on my iPad, when I went to the App Store, they had this on the on the very bottom of the App Store, you know, they have the updates. And it's, it's a very clean interface purchase. But they have Near Me, 
And I'm thinking, what is near me? And that actually was cool because in France, they had, you know, all French apps that I couldn't get anyway. (laughs) But I think that's really kind of interesting that you can see what is popular, you know, in your vicinity. When when I first downloaded it, they had absolutely nothing near me. (laughs) Well, see, from near me, it was things like um, the, the local newspaper or um, a subway shop, or the airport, something like that. Yeah, yeah, but uh, when they, when, I, when we first downloaded it, they had nothing. And as a matter of fact, I'm doing it now, and there are no apps for your current location. Wow. Well, the, the thing I don't like about the apps, well, the thing I do like about the app store now is they have a wish list. Boy, have I been waiting for a wish list. So mm-hmm. if, if you look up in, near the search um, field... You'll see three little lines, you know, blue lines. That's the wish list that you can add, you know, that'll that'll be your wish list. But what I still don't like is because there's hundreds of new apps coming out every day that they don't have a new app function. You know, they have the top grossing apps, the top paid apps um, in different categories. But it's like, really? You know, so many apps have come out that I actually have to go to, like, photo sites, you know, photo blogs to find out, oh, this new app just came out. It's absolutely fabulous. And they stopped doing that. I think it was iOS 6 that that stopped happening with the new apps. And that really irritated me. So I wish they would at least have, you know, a category of of new apps, you know, that they've just Mm -hmm. launched. You know, and group them by by uh, you know categories too. Yeah, so, you know, instead it's of having a bunch of new. Exactly. So they have paid apps, yeah. top grossing apps, free apps, and maybe new in that category. Mm-hmm. You know, mm-hmm. so that way you can go through the categories and check out the new apps. And I, I think it would only be fair for app developers too, because it's so competitive in the app store. How do you get an app out there to be noticed? You know, unless it's in the new and noteworthy category. And I think yeah. I think yeah. they may have to pay for that. So yeah, if you went to App Shopper, you could look that way, right? Because I've done that, gone to App Shopper and looked under New. But they don't. Sometimes they don't have the new photo apps. They have some of them, but not all of them. I've I've uh, found a couple of apps that weren't put on App Shopper for a while. So and even when you did a search for them, they couldn't find them. So I don't know. I think Apple's. I think that category really needs to be. Uh, a new category really needs to be integrated into the app store. Now, what do you think of the new iTunes? Well, <laughs> I, you know, to be honest with you, I updated the other day because I was trying to um, update my iPhone into iOS 7. And I still didn't have, I kept getting an error message. And, you know, I haven't, it doesn't look any different. If there's anything different, I haven't really noticed it. I, the only thing I've seen different across, and maybe it's been there and I haven't noticed, is internet and match. But uh, you know, across the the top bar, but mm-hmm. that's all I've noticed. Yeah, the podcast. What they did to podcast was a nightmare. And uh, even though I use Downcast, I still use iTunes to to catch my my podcast because there are a couple that I don't put on Downcast. Mm-hmm. It was awful because. I like to look them look at them as list, and what it was doing when it first downloaded is it would have the current app, it would have the current, like say the most recent episode of Three Geeky Ladies, and then it would have every episode that we released with the cloud icon next to it. So every if so if you have say fifty podcasts that you listen to on a regular basis, it would just scroll and scroll and scroll because every single podcast would show every single episode available. 
It was awful. So they finally fixed it with this 11.1.1 update. So now what it'll show is it'll show the most recent episodes that you haven't, well, at least the way I have it set up, the most recent episodes that you haven't listened to or watched yet, and then a cloud icon next to it. So if you do want to go back and download a previous episode, you can. But I did notice, and people were mentioning this, I just noticed this the other day, it deleted some of my podcasts. It did? It did. Because I would go, I would listen on Downcast, and then I'd go back on my iTunes to delete it off of there, and like, where is it? Not only was the episode not bare, but the whole podcast was gone. Hmm. No idea. I. What do you think about Safari? Now, see, I, I like the way Safari's looking right now. I, I like the fact that I can have a gazillion windows open. You know, I've I've always... I don't close windows a lot. I like to go back to some things and, and reread things. So I really like that, that if you have all of your tabs open across, you know, the top, there is three little dots. And when you click on that, that gives you all the other ones that you have open. Which, geez, I have a lot open. Wow, wow, sir. But I do like that, and I like the interface up on top. It's easier to get to your book, uh, your bookmarks too. It is. But one thing that people don't may not realize, because yeah. my son has a five, and he was confused. If you, what happens is when you go onto a page, the um, the top and the bottom disappear. So all you see are the is the page itself. You don't see the icons on the bottom, and you don't see the address bar at the top. And he got all confused, like, what do I do? How do I get that back? All you have to do is just touch the bottom of the screen, and they all pop back up again. Oh, okay. Hmm. So, let me see. If I open, let me see. Let me just open this page. Yep, so as I start scrolling, I'm, I'm looking at a blog right now. As I'm scrolling up the page, all I see is the page itself. And at the very top, underneath the time, it's got the name of the blog. And what I can do is if I hit the time, the address bar comes back, the icons come back at the bottom. Or if I just touch the bottom or touch the top, they all come back. That's cool. I didn't know yeah. that. Yeah. And then um, you can either, you can add something to your reading list or add it to your home screen or, you know, send it to somebody by mail or by message or by Facebook, Twitter. So that's cool. But I do like how the pages are kind of angled. Before you had to scroll left to right to see what pages you had open. And now yes. you've got them like one behind the other. So you can just tap on it, bring it up, or yeah. click the X in the upper left side to delete it. The other thing is they have, you know, if you don't want all the extraneous, you know, um, ads and stuff on your page. If you look up in the search bar, now they have uh, the reader, you know, on the left side. So that's really nice. You can just press that, tap it once, and then tap it again if you want to go back to the normal page. So that's nice, too. Right. But that's only on page, that's on, on every page, though. I'm looking at a page that doesn't have it. Really? Uh, because it doesn't have all the ads. Oh, okay. So it depends on, it depends well, on where I have you are. A, I have a page right now that doesn't have any ads, but I can still read it in Reader. Let me let me go to let me try this Apple page and see what happens. Yeah, see, it's not it's not giving it to me. Hmm. 
I did also want to mention that um, on the background wallpapers, they have a couple of different, you can put your, like Vicki, you can put your own photograph in there. But if you go into settings and you go into wallpapers and brightness and choose wallpaper, they give you a uh, option of dynamic um, wallpapers that kind of work with the parallax and also stills and they have some absolutely beautiful photographic stills and I just have to do a shout out um, I took a uh, I was very fortunate I took a week-long darkroom workshop uh, about six years ago with John Sexton and John Sexton is just a fabulous photographer he was once Ansel Adams assistant and one of his photographs has his black and white photographs was selected to be one of the uh, wallpapers in iOS 7. It's uh, Tanea Lake clouds afternoon. It and it's really it's a very very nice image. So if anyone wants to check that out, just go into the wallpapers and brightness, and you can in this in the stills, and you'll be able to see it. They have some really beautiful photography I think in there and also um, the sounds I love the new sounds I don't know if you've experimented with all the new sounds I have I don't know if my email if I have anything coming in right now but I think it is just a blast to go through all the different sounds for things they've included a lot of them so very clever very clever on Apple's part no I haven't you haven't gone to any of the sounds no Oh, they're fabulous. Me neither. Let me turn my volume up. I... Whoa. Flock of seagulls. <laughs> oh, you know something? I was playing with iTunes radio before and it was still playing. I never turned it off. <laughs> yes, that was a flock of seagulls. I didn't realize I didn't turn it back off. That's, that's one. I don't know if you can hear that, but they have all. Yeah. That, all little funky sounds. So that's kind of fun. I have this as one of my mm. friends. This is Sherwood Forest. I have this as one of my friends. Um, her that personal... reminds me of Lord of the Rings, Helm's Deep. That's that's the call. That's I have that too. So when she texts me, I usually jump. You know? <laughs> now and that's think, and that's, that's when she leaves me a voicemail. Because they have if people go into sounds and. Those are the older ones, but you can, they're all a bunch of brand new ones. So, <laughs> people need to check out all the really cool new ones. And they, they've included a lot of them. I was really surprised. And you can also, if you're looking at your tones this, and to sounds at the very top uh, right-hand corner, you can go to the store and actually, you know, buy some ringtones if you want. I don't think anybody needs to. There's plenty on here. Oh, I make my own. Just use GarageBand. It takes about a minute. Yeah, it's but, easy. But I'm thinking for um, the iPad. See, I don't have it on my... Oh, see, I, I have custom yet. ringtones for certain people for my phone. Yeah. And I use, I use songs. And it takes about a minute to make them in uh, GarageBand. Most of my, my friends don't um, call, they text. Yeah, I get more text than anything. Yeah, I do too. I hardly use my phone. Now, camera, I really have... Have you used the new camera? Yes. Um, oh, yeah, I have. 
I think I don't know the difference though. <laughs> well, it's, it's I mean, it, I it's mean, very it's clean. Quality of the picture, I can't really tell. But. Well, the quality really hasn't changed. I mean, if you have an iPhone 4S and you have, you know, eight mags is what you have. You know, same thing with the iPhone 5. If you have a, the iPhone 5S, which I just ordered today, um, <laughs> that is supposed to have a bigger sensor, so it's going to be much better in low light. So I'm looking forward to to playing around with that and I'll let you know my opinion but as far as my iPad is concerned and I'm my husband's um, of course has iOS 7 on his iPhone 5 the interface is very very nice it's very uncluttered very Johnny I very minimalistic and when you open it up at least on the iPad now they allow you to basically take a photo in a square so for those of you that are big Instagrammers you don't have to go into another software program or another app, excuse me, to crop your photo to a square. You can mm -hmm. do it. You can basically take the picture as a square, the image as a square, which that's that's nice. And then of course, video is it, you. You know that was my big thing, and it still is with iOS six. I don't know how many times that inadvertently my finger would just switch over to the video, and I'd go to take a photograph. I'm like, what? I'm taking a video. You mean iOS 7 or 6? You said 6. On iOS 6 on my phone. iOS 7, it's great because it actually says video. And, you know, then you can take yeah. the video if you want. To me, that's better. I don't know how it is with the phone. I don't have my husband's iOS. How is it on the phone, Vicki? Does it say video or do you... Yes, it is. Yeah. See, to me, that is yes, so, so much better. And then, of course, you have your HDR. And my husband, his, I told him he's the king of panoramas because I don't know how many panoramic pictures he took in France. But, you know, I just, I really like the way they did this. This looks really, really nice. Um, and it's supposedly with the new iOS, uh, excuse me, not the iOS, uh, the 5S camera, uh, that you will be able to, um, I think it uh, it auto-focuses when you hit the shutter button, so that'll be really nice. So it's like a point-and-shoot. You'll be able to press that, and it will auto-focus on whatever you're, you're on. And also, I think with iOS 7, there's a burst mode. So if you hold down the shutter, it'll just keep taking pictures. Yes. So that's really nice, too. So all of those... Yeah, I discovered that for uh, by accident. <laughs> I just I think... Like, what is it doing? <laughs> all of those are just really, really really good upgrades and I'm really glad they did that. I'm very, very happy with that. That really needed to be I like done. The way it looks. I love the way it looks. And it's it, for somebody that has no skill, it's really, really easy to use, you know, and make a quality looking picture. So anyway, they have filters now that you can apply to your images, but they're just basic filters. There's nothing earth shattering that you can't find in other apps here. But I think they did a great job at least including some filters. So again, for Instagrammers, they're going to love it because they can just take a photograph in the square, apply a filter, and off it goes. So good job, Apple, I, on that account, I have too. I question. How do you get to the filters? I don't see how to get to Oh, so if you're in the camera, Vicki, if you open up the camera app itself, mm -hmm. and on the I'm looking on the iPad, so... I don't know how it is on the phone, but you'll see a little square with your last photo that you t that you've taken, the last image, mm -hmm. on the bottom. Just just tap on that, 
and it will bring you into your basically you can go to your camera roll or you can edit the, the image right there and when you look at the very top of the screen you'll see camera roll with a uh, arrow and then you'll see edit and done so tap on edit and then at the very bottom it will come up rotate enhance oh, I see. I see. filters you know to get red eye out and then crop mm -hmm. so that's great so that's nice and again if you're in your camera roll you can do the same thing you can edit any image in your camera roll with the uh, iPhone or the iPad with iOS 7 now. You, you could before, but they didn't have filters. You know, they had the red eye, the crop, the enhance, and um, the rotate, but they didn't have filters, so filters are a new addition. Oh, this is great. Now I have <laughs> AirPlay. Mine's showing AirPlay. I'm starting to like to do pictures now. <laughs> now, do you know if before, were you... Were you able to send this directly to Flickr? Is that that's new, isn't it? You mean the photograph? Yeah. Your image? No, I could. I could. I'm pretty sure I could send to Flickr. Let me check my iPad. Let me. Yeah. Let me check my iPhone. Yeah. I know. I thought. Let me see. Sorry, everyone. I should know this by the top of my off the top of my head by now. No. No, mine's showing on my iPad. I could do. I could send it to mail, message, Twitter, yeah. Facebook, assign to a contact, print, copy, or use as wallpaper. Okay, so Flickr's new. So Flickr must be new. Because yeah, I could. I, I tweeted them. Excuse me. I would. That's what I did. Is mm -hmm. I put some up on Twitter. Because okay. when I what I do is with the knitting website that I use, Ravelry. When I finish a project, I take a picture with my phone. And then I used to email it to myself so it would go on my computer. And then I had a Flickr uploader that I would use to upload the pictures to Flickr. And then I'd link it to my project page so other people can see what the finished project look like, looks like. So now I just use the Flickr choice. It's very slow. And I found it works better if you do it one picture at a time. Mm -hmm. You know, and I don't know if that's a Flickr issue or what, but um, it works, but it, don't expect it to work in lightning speed. But that's nice because it does save me the step. Yeah, no, they, they've, they've done a nice job. And not only can you send it, you know, you can message it, email it, throw it up on iCloud, Twitter, Facebook, or Flickr it, but you can also copy it. You can make a slideshow, you know, it's from the same um, interface. And you, like you said, you can airplay it, assign it to a contact, use as uh, wallpaper or print. And before you could just print, I believe, and you could assign it as wallpaper. But I just like the way that this is very clean and gives you a lot more options. That's really nice. That's Again, it's very well done, I think. So, yeah, you could assign to a contact and use as wallpaper, but, um, and you could airplay it, but that's pretty much it. And slideshow. Yeah, I guess you could. Now, Suzanne, you said that you ordered a new phone. I did. Did you actually get to feel them? Did I get to feel them? No. You say so you did everything online? Because I went to the Apple store about two weeks ago. Now, my initial impression was the 5C. I have zero interest in those. Okay. Yeah, that wasn't colors, even an option. The colors, I just think the target market for that is high school kids, college kids, maybe young 20s. I don't like the colors, and I don't like the cases at all. So I went to the Apple store and they have, the way mine is set up is they have all these big tables 
they have like the iPads on one table, they have the five C's on one table, they had the five S's on another table. And I went over and I looked at the five C's and each one, like the pink phone had the pink case and so forth. And what I didn't like about it is that the background, they had the pink background with the pink phone and the blue background with the blue phone. You could not see the apps. Ew. So it was very hard yeah. to see, like what you were saying yeah. earlier, Vicky, about not being able to read the text of what the app is. You couldn't see it. I I did not like the way it looked. And that's not to say you can't go ahead and change the wallpaper. But just the way it was uh, being displayed, didn't like it at all. Then I went over and I looked at the five S's. The problem with the lighting is I really couldn't tell the color. The gold color, I really couldn't see it very well. Now, maybe it's my eyes. But also with with the, the lighting in the store, it was hard to tell if I liked it or not because I really couldn't see that it was gold. However, I was able to hold both in my hand, a 5S and a 5C. And I was surprised that the 5C definitely felt substantial. It didn't feel like cheap plastic. So physically, or no, I shouldn't say physically, visually, I don't like it. But physically, holding it, it's definitely a substantial phone. It's not a, a cheap throwaway phone. But that mm-hmm. said, when my time comes, I'm getting a 5S. And probably yeah. the slate gray. Slate black, slate gray. That's the color I ordered. Yeah. But because I'm, I have a lot of apps, I, I process and work with a lot of photographs on my phone, um, I went nice for the 64 gig my husband said just bite the bullet because you know, I remember my very first iPhone was a 3GS and no it was a 3G and then I ended up um, you know it was a 3GS I got the I think I I, I think they had eight mm-hmm. I think it was eight gig at the time and I filled it up in two days so I brought it back and I got the 16 gig so when I ordered and I filled that up eventually so when I ordered the 4s a couple years ago i got the 32 gig so now i have the 64 and if this isn't enough then apple's just going to come have to come out with 128 gigs for me because i i like uh, i like to at least have some room and i don't have any music on my ipad at all i mean my iphone excuse me i basically just have apps and um photographs that's it no videos no nothing so it's a real pain to have to keep taking stuff off. I know. I know. I'm looking at mine. I've got 10.30 gigs of songs, 5.27 gigs of apps on my iPhone, 2.2 gigs of other, which I still haven't figured out. In fact, with this new iTunes update, other has gotten worse. I have nine gigs of other on my iPad. Absolutely no idea why. I have no idea why, because you know what was interesting? I don't know if you noticed this, but... I, um, before I left for France, I used Phone Clean. I absolutely love its, its freeware. It's absolutely fabulous. Uh, we've talked about it on a previous podcast, but I use that to get extra space because it takes out caches, you know, old temporary junk files. So I cleaned out both my iPad and my iPhone before I went to France. And when I updated to iOS 7, I had about three gig of space on my iPad. I ended up getting eight. Eight, I don't know what iOS 7 did, but I ended up getting 8 gig of space on my iPad. Maybe because you guys have all those photos, and those photos has all this metadata associated. You have this huge other. Um, and I don't have a lot of photos on my um, any of my iOS devices. So. I deleted the photos from the camera roll, from the photo stream. 
Mm-hmm. I don't know. I don't know. And I, the only the only thing I don't like about doing the um, the phone clean, what was that phone clean? I forget the name of it now. Yeah, phone clean. The phone clean is that it wipes out all my passwords. So you have to go back yeah. in and do the two factor authentication for Google Plus, and you know that's a pain in the neck. But I, I I meant to do it last week, and then I got sidetracked, which is normal for me. But I do have to do this again because I have no idea, and it, it doesn't affect the other. I got back a few gigs on my iPad, but it doesn't get rid of the other. Hmm. And I have no idea. So I'm hoping when I do finally do a factory restore and sync it fresh to a brand new computer, see if that makes a difference. Now, one thing I did notice also with the new iTunes update on the iPhone, when you're looking at your apps on your phone through iTunes, it's not as easy to move them around. Yeah. I found that to be a pain. What they do is you have your different screens and then they have them separated into all your music apps and all your game apps and all your uh, photography apps and so forth. I found that if I move my apps on my phone from one page to another, as soon as I sync, it moves them back to where it is on iTunes. Hmm. And if I delete an app you on my iTunes on your computer on my computer correct so if I have an app on page one and I decide I no longer want it on page one I want it on page six and I move it on my phone from one to six as soon as I sync it goes back to page one wow and if I delete an app on my phone I have to make sure that I go back into iTunes under the apps and click remove or it shows back up again with iOS 6, if I deleted an app on my phone or if I moved an app, it stayed, it stayed gone. It basically took whatever was the most recent. So if I deleted something on my phone, it would delete it off of iTunes. And if I deleted it off of iTunes, it would delete it off my phone. And now it seems that everything I do, I have to do through the iTunes or it shows so back up again. So do you sync over Wi-Fi? Yes. Because I have noticed before that um, when I have deleted apps off of my iPhone and say, for instance, I want to, uh, I'll hook up my phone to um, the computer. I won't sync over Wi-Fi because I'll want to, you know, take all my photographs and put them onto my external hard drive. So while, while I'm there, a lot of times I'll just do a backup, you know, on iTunes. Mm-hmm. And after the backup, I look at my phone and it puts back the apps that I have deleted off my phone, which is really odd. But it's been doing that for a while, so I just go back and delete them. And then when I delete them the second time, it usually doesn't put them back on if I go to do that again. Yeah. It's some strange behavior. What I don't have on my iPhone is that I don't have checked automatically sync when the iPhone is connected. And when I do my um, backups, I do, um, you know, I do it via the the iPhone. I don't use iTunes on uh, the computer for that. I don't even store anything on the computer. I back everything up to the cloud. I don't back yeah. it onto my computer. Yeah, I, I do what Suze does. I connect the phone if I'm going to take f- pictures off that I want in iPhoto or mm-hmm. if I want to archive iMessages or text messages, I use phone view. And I can get them off because yeah. that takes up a lot of space too, especially well, in the cloud. Make sure you don't have it to automatically sync when the <clears throat> when the phone is connected. Oh, I do, 
I do have it to automatically sync when the phone's connected. Yeah, that's, that's probably the reason why. I don't have that set like that. Where I also have it sync when this phone over Wi-Fi, but I have manually yeah. managed music and videos. Hmm, I don't know. Yeah, it'll be interesting once, once I hook up to the new MacBook Pro, how much other I end up with. The funny, the funny thing is, though, on the iPad, it's showing I have 9.15 gigs of other with 9.94 gigs free. I have an iStat menus, which is an iPhone app, but, you know, you just put a double size on the, on the uh, iPad. When I look on there, it will show I have about three gigs more than what my computer says I have. So this says 9.94 right now. I have maybe in the neighborhood of 13. Hmm. I think you're going to have more problems because of this background. Um, they're running, uh, uh, they have to keep track of all those windows and everything that's running in the background. So your others are probably going to be really full. Well, I have background um, apps off. Okay. Because that, that, that's also eating the battery. Yeah, so I'm doing things so that it doesn't eat the battery as much. Because that's making, I mean, I was looking at this, I don't remember the exact numbers now, but I was putting it out on Twitter. It was something like dropping from 85 to 50 in about an hour. It was ridiculous. And then something will happen where this happened last night. I was down to about 4% on my my phone. Plug it back in. As soon as you plug it in, it drops. It's already at 13. Well, is it at 4 or is it at 13? The good thing is it only takes about three hours to charge my phone. Three hours? Yeah, it charges very quickly. Three yeah. hours is not is not quick. <laughs> oh, I thought it was to go from when it's no. really low, when it's down about into one percent, you know, the one digit percentage. Okay. I yeah, thought it was. Yeah. I thought it was pretty quick, yeah. as opposed yeah. to my iPad, which takes a lot longer. Yeah, my iPad. So, takes are you going into the wall, or you're doing it through USB, or do, do it no? I plug computer? into the wall. Okay. Yeah. Well, I wanted to let everybody know when we were just talking about the iPhone too. Is that it's it's a wait. I called the Apple store. Every single Apple store, it's unavailable. It's still unavailable. So I called them today. They were totally useless. I asked them, I said, you know, when do you get shipments? She said, well, every day. I said, well, when? In the afternoon? Well, I really can't tell you. I said, well, do you get iPhone, you know, space gray 64 gigs in every day? Well, it depends. Oh, okay. (laughs) I'm like, really? So I thought, okay, the heck with you. You know what? Two to three weeks, I have my four. It'll, of course, the worth of it's going down every day as we speak. But um, I'm, I did find a place online that you can possibly sell. I probably shouldn't tell anybody in case they go to sell their iPhones. So I still can get 100 bucks for my iPhone. But um, it's called YouSell. And you are able to sell there. Next worth won't give you any cash value anymore for the four S's. So I think maybe I'll just sell it on Craigslist because it has a really nice case. I have a diff case on it that actually um, has two universal tripod mounts. So it's really nice when you're traveling or you're doing some art photography because you can actually put it on a conventional tripod or like a gorilla pod. So it's really nice. And it's it's a very protective case. I've dropped my iPhone. I don't know how many times, and not it's not cracked. It's not damaged in any way, shape, or form. So that case is a fabulous case to have. Yeah, I'm on, I'm on contract until January, so I can't even think about it. 
I'm just shocked at the sales, um, that they're backlog. Me too. Every single color, Vicki. Every single color. And in my vicinity of Dallas, there's probably, I think it went for like 100 miles, and there's probably like 10 Apple stores, or at least that's the locations they gave me, and they're unavailable every single one. So, yeah. And they just started selling this on, what was it, 20th of September? Yeah. Yeah. Wow. Yeah, what's today? The 12th? So been a couple few weeks I know not a month no. so I figured well it's all right I, I I'm kind of excited because you know whenever I get anything apple I love unpackaging it it's it's just I, I unpackage it very slowly because it's just so beautiful I keep all my boxes I do I too I do I too. Mine too I do too but I'm curious to see how the fingerprint technology is going to work I'm actually kind of excited about that and I'm, but most of all for me is the camera I'm very excited about the camera I wonder so. if I can use my rabbit's foot <laughs> I don't have rabbit's foot I'm just joking never mind your rabbit's foot use your dog <laughs> my little dog <laughs> have a paw print there you go <laughs> But as far as iOS 7, though, as far as in, it's very different from other um, iOSs, but I really like them. I've always liked minimalism and very clean interfaces anyway, and I think this delivers. I do think there's some bugs as far as we were talking about the radio, and, you know, I think um, even Safari, I find it irritates me when I go to look, um, when I go in the search, that all of these bookmarks come up. I just assume that, you know, that not be there. I just want to be able to search. I don't know if you know. I only like, I only like uh, to look at um, the browser uh, on uh, my MacBook. I do not like doing anything on the iOS devices like that. Um, maybe on the iPad a little bit more, but I just don't like Safari on iOS. Well, did you know, if I'm understanding you correctly, Susie, mm -hmm. you can change that in the settings for Safari on how Safari looks when you open it. If you go into settings and Safari and then where it says favorites. Oh, yeah. Show favorites bar. Yeah. I have it shut off. <clears throat> I have it shut off. Open new. Okay. new oh, I have on. I have open new tabs in background. Blog pop ups. Do not track. Mm -hmm. And fraudulent website warning. Those are all the things yeah. that I have on. The only thing I have off is show favorites bar. Okay. Because so, then you wouldn't have to see all your bookmarks if you didn't want to. I know. That is bizarre. Let me look under. Oh. Oh, if you go into favorites, it says quickly ask, access favorite bookmarks when you enter an address search or create a new tab. That's so. Otherwise, I can have the bookmarks menu. You can have anything you want. Right. Oh, so if you had just okay. your favorites, or if you just yeah. wanted to do your blogs, or yeah, 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 yeah. your photography at you know photography places. Yeah, that's great. Good, good so call. You Thank you. So you can change that. And maps. You know what? It's nice too. Is when we're in France, you can um, because they use the metric system. And you know, guys, come on. Why don't we use the metric system? I am not. A mathematician but it's so much easier it's so much easier to figure out things in meters and kilometers and why don't you just move to France <laughs> <laughs> well you know come on we're probably the only country in the world 
that you I mean Canada uses the metric system Mexico Mexico uses the metric system that's because they're socialist countries <laughs> oh. but you know it's really funny because there's this there's this uh, road um, well I want, it's not a turnpike it's a it's a highway in south of Tucson to get to Nogales and what's really interesting that's one of the I think the only roads in the US that it's measured in kilometers which is really neat and I don't know, it's just so much easier to figure out. But what I liked about maps is when we were looking at maps, when we both, my husband, uh, he updated to iOS 7 on his phone. So when we went to look at something, um, we had everything in kilometers, which was great. So you can change that in settings as well. So you can do miles, you know, or kilometers. But I'm sorry, guys, it's, it is easier. And uh, the other thing I liked about um, the maps, too, is they, your directions, if you are a walker, and you want your directions as far as calculated as far as walking, you can change that into settings, either driving or walking, which I think that's nice as well. Oh, that's good. That's yeah. really good. And I have yeah. to tell you, you know, as far as Apple and uh, the Apple Maps and foreign countries, it did absolutely fabulous. I, we never had a problem. Never, never, ever had a problem. And there's some very tricky... Um, they in in France and I'm not sure because I usually always go to France. I'm not sure how other European countries are, but France uses a lot of roundabouts, and it's really nice because it keeps traffic moving, and you know, it's easy because whoever's in the roundabout has the the right of way. So you know, it's 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 easy to use and it keeps traffic flowing, but it's also at, it slows down traffic a little bit. You know, when you have these high congestion areas. And, but the, the highways can be very confusing um, be, because the signage isn't sometimes always the best. And we had to go and look at Apple Maps, you know, and use the GPS, and it, it really did fabulous. I, I, I think they've done a good job. I, you know, I have never had a problem with Apple Maps. So, knock on wood. Mm. I, I, I did. I have a problem, had a problem with it when I was in... The South Bay, you know, that's where, you know, <laughs> Apple Land is. And uh, uh, I had AT&T at the time, and um, I was driving down the road trying to find some place, and they kept going, rerouting, rerouting, rerouting. <laughs> I could, it did not work. Um, and that's one of the reasons why I got rid of AT&T. And it still does that. It, um, it's awful, AT&T, and, and anywhere in the South Bay, um, or even San Francisco. So it's not just... The, the southern areas, but I live out in the country, so everything works well here. <laughs> well, the other thing I thought was really great is um, I told my husband when we were, you know, looking for the next day, we knew we were going to be going to certain areas. And I said, well, rather than eat up our data, I said to look at Apple Maps and take a screenshot of it and just send it to me and I will bring my iPad. So that's what we did. It was really great because we had the map right there. But now it also, I don't think they had this in iOS 6, but you can print the map. Did they have that in iOS 6? I don't ever remember seeing print map. But now if you go on undergo, um, if you go under information, it'll say, you know, you drop the pen and gives you the different, you know, satellite view or standard or hybrid view. You can also print a map, which I think that's new. I will tell you in a second. I'm looking on my iPad. Is that new? It looks that way. I'm not. That's fabulous. I'm looking at. I don't really use maps. Yeah, I don't really either. Yeah, it's just telling me how to 
overview end let me see what that is that's a contact nope i don't see anywhere here where i can print it and this is on ios 6. okay so yeah so on ios 7 it allows you to print the map now which is really nice i know i thought i heard and like vicky i don't really use them so i didn't really investigate i thought you can download a map for um for when you're offline oh Oh, I didn't know that. I don't see that. I just see drop a pen, print map, and that's air print through via air print. You know, report a problem and show traffic. Oh, there it is, print map. But see, on the bottom, when you're looking at iOS 7 and you're in the Apple Maps, you have, you know, your little um, location services. You have 3D if you want 3D. And, oh, now, is it going to come on now? Oh, that, I see. They have the uh, box with the outward arrow. And you can message the map, mail the map, Twitter, Facebook, or add a bookmark now. Yes. Mm -hmm. That's very cool. Oh, man. So it must just do that particular page that you're looking at. God, I love technology. Yeah, I'm looking. I don't see any. Yeah, I don't see anything here about downloading. I thought that's what someone had. I'd heard once, but maybe I misheard them, or maybe it was Google. Well, this is really good. I think that's, um, you know, I think that's very beneficial, especially if you know you're traveling in a, in an area, you know, you want to be offline. You don't necessarily want to use a data plan. You know, if you're using an international calling plan, it can get pretty pricey with the data. Right. Hmm. I don't see it right now, but I'm also not signed in. So on Google, I don't have to look into that, but I don't really, I don't use the maps that much. And when I do, it's usually from home. Yeah, I don't think I've ever used them. Um, well, once I started having issues with it. So. And what do you think of calendars? I think calendars is really nice, too. I use Fantastical. Uh, yeah, I, I, I use, um, I forgot what I use. <laughs> <laughs> now, I like the way calendars looks too. Just everything looks really nice. Nice and clean and tight. Yeah, that's what I use. Tidy. <laughs> now, Suzanne, how does it look on your iPad? Uh, the, what I've heard other people talking about is they feel that it is too much open space. If you're looking at um, the day, Yes. Uh, the week, the same thing. But I look at the month. I've always done monthly views, and I like that. It doesn't. Well, not, not the calendar itself, but just looking at the apps on, the, on a page. You mean just like regular? Uh, um, no, I, I don't think it has. I like, I, I like the way it looks. I think aesthetically, I wouldn't want it to be crowded. I like the fact there's space around every icon. And I like the fact you can see the background. You know, a lot of times when you look at, uh, you know, a background, you can barely see the photograph because, you know, of the, the folders. But no, I think it's well done. Mm. The, the drop, the lack of drop shadows took me a little bit to get used to. I will, I will confess that. But now, I, I mean, to me, they look very static. You know, you have the parallax background, but the icons themselves just seem kind of static. You know, I, I do like a little bit of a shadow, I guess. Yeah. It adds a little dimension, you know. I think maybe tomorrow I'll wipe out my hi my iPad and download 7. See if it gets also gets rid of the other. 
it didn't do anything for me. Uh, I did notice that when I was on iOS 7, this is another thing that I've never noticed before. There was a new color that came up. You know how you have your bar that shows how much space that yes, books are taking? Yes, documents and settings. Yes, that's a new color. And that... Um, that took me back. I had like three gig of, I'm thinking, three gig of documents. Wow. So I'm yeah. not, it might be the PDFs that I have. So. Yeah, our, our game statistics, things like that, because I have almost 455 megabytes on my phone. Wow. The other thing they allow you to is put newsstand into a folder now. Remember how newsstand, you couldn't yes. move it? Mm-hmm. So I noticed that I can put it, I can get rid of it and put it in a folder now too, which that's nice. Yeah, I have it on the back page. I use newsstand on my iPad, but not on my phone. So what do you think about the photos uh, app thing that they have? So you can look at the photos. I don't like it. I think it looks sort of cluttery. Oh, oh. You look at your collection. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. I I don't. You mean mean your camera roll? I don't. No, no, you know the photo thing. No, yeah, when you, you know, click, when you click on, icon. yeah, when you click on photos on the very left hand side, and it goes yeah. into collections and moments, and you know, yeah. it goes into years. Yes, so yes. You see, like all these yeah. little teeny tiny icons. You know. Yeah, that's all. That's sort of cute, but I just. No, I don't like it. I don't like uh, it because. I thought it was my oh. iPad Mini, uh, but uh, it's just I don't like it. It's just weird. No. Well. I like, I, you know, I really like the way my photo, my camera roll was before. You know, all of my photos, and yes, I may have to scroll, and I may not. I mean, the, I think you should be able to have it organized the way you want it organized. Do you want it just un, under one big camera roll like before? Or do you want um, all organized, you know, according to subject? Because that's what they've done. Like when I've uploaded my French yeah. pictures, you know, it'll geotag it. You know, it'll say where it is. I mean, that's that is kind of nice, but or it'll go into dates. You know, it'll either have it by the date or exactly where it was geotagged. So, I don't know. I have some mixed feelings about it. And I, 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 I suppose it's not bad. I think that's nitpicking for me. I probably should be. I think it's fine, but I, I don't know. It's nice when you're looking for something specific. If you know that you went to a wedding on a certain date. You, it's very yeah. easy to go right to that date instead of having to scroll, 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 scroll. That's one, also one of the reasons why I haven't updated my iPad is because when I look at something on iOS 7 and want to know how was it on iOS 6, I go to my iPad. Yeah. And say, this is how we did it then. But I know that it's going to get to the point where I can't keep doing this anymore because all my apps have been updated to 7. And when I sync my iPad, I'll get this error message saying, Certain apps did not sync because they are iOS 7 only. Oh, you got that? Yeah, I haven't so gotten happened, that. Like Evernote. Evernote's iOS 7 now. So it won't sync. The old version's still on my iPad, but it won't sync the new version. Oh. Because I'm still using 6. Yeah. I haven't had problems with any of the iOS 7 updates um, syncing with my iPhone 4S, it's still running 6. Point, you know, 0.3 or whatever it is. So, you know, now that I'm looking at this, I'm trying to keep an open mind. I'm back into the, I'm back into the um, collections part of the photo album. And, you know, it is kind of nice. It's, it's organized. I, you know, that is actually kind of nice. 
I, I think I'm going to retract what I said about not liking it. I think I like it. I like the collections better than I like the moments. So for me, I think I would keep with moments. The years are just too conglomerated for me. That's way too many pictures. Mm. So, yeah. Yeah. Y you know, I think I... It just takes some getting used to, like everything else. Yeah, yeah. And you look at it and you go, well, where is everything? How do you do this? And then after you get, get, get used to it, you're fine. Yeah. No, I, I think actually it's nice to have everything organized. Because say, for instance, I do a lot of compositing with my photos. So if I know that I want to composite some of the line art that I have, you know, photographs of or you know, with a picture that maybe I took, you know, in Texas or Maine or whatever. It's nice to be able to be able to find it quick, more quickly. I do have to say it's definitely more organized. So I retract it. I like it. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I, I, it's not something, it's not like I won't, can't get used to it. You know. We don't have a choice. Nope. Yeah, not, I'm going to sell my computer, I mean my laptop now, I mean my <laughs> iPad now, no. I would never sell my iPad. I'd sell my computer or laptop in a heartbeat, but I'd never sell my iPad. <laughs> I need all of it. I, I, can't, I can't separate it like that. I know. I'm the same way. I want, the, I want them all. So I think with that, I think we've pretty much talked about everything we want to talk about about yes, iOS 7. Um, listeners, if you'd like to get a hold of us, you can find all our contact information on 3geekyladies.com with the number 3 spelled out. You'll find our emails, our Twitter, Facebook, and we would really love it if you would leave a, a rating or a review on iTunes, not just to stroke our egos, because that's only a part of it. We would like it so that if you leave a rating or a, a, a star rating or a review, it brings the podcast up so that other people can find it when they're searching for Geeky Lady Podcasts. So on that, I want to say thank you for listening, and please let us know what you think of iOS 7, good, bad, or indifferent. And we will talk to you next time. Bye-bye. <laughs> Bye. guy there's a new podcast out great what's it about let's talk apple well yeah we will we will but uh, what's the podcast called let's talk apple uh, okay if you want to uh rainier silken gold rush pippin what are you on about i'm talking apple huh that's what you wanted wasn't it us talking about apples well there we go again tangentially as usual moving off topic did you know bart bouchats has a new podcast out yep let's talk apple Oh, jeez. <laughs>